You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Junto Podcast. Super, super excited. You know, part of our series and things that we've been trying to do is we've been trying to be relevant with just the conversations, times of year, things that the people are going through even. And I am so excited to have Marissa so Hedge joining us, teacher at West <laughs> Memphis Christian for hopefully uh, what are going to be some good uh, good student tips or teacher tips or maybe parent tips maybe. for you parents. Tips. Possibly. <laughs> good tips. <laughs> Might be not helpful at all. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll find out. But uh, nonetheless, we're going to have a great conversation. And I told Marissa that she is making history because for the very first time, yeah. not only yeah. do we have a guest, but we have Heather with us as well. So we got three people on the Juto podcast for the very first time. And I was super, yeah. super excited about that. So welcome. Nice. Glad to have everyone here. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do now? I Where do we know. go from here? I don't no, know. <laughs> well, um, Marissa, how are you feeling today? Feeling great. On? Yeah. Nervous. Yeah. We'll see. Yes. School starts in two weeks. Something like that. I think their first day back is the eleventh, and mine's that following Tuesday. Gotcha. gotcha. Whatever day yeah. that is. Yeah. Well, so. what's really crazy though is that you know in the same county. So many schools start different times. Like oh, you got yeah, Marion yeah, just started yeah. last week, and that's why I thought it might be good now to do this episode because even though your particular school doesn't start back till August, we already have a couple mm-hmm. of schools that it started back. So cool. But don't you have before we get into the deep, deep yeah. conversation? Yeah. Don't you have some uh, school trivia or something like that? I I'm excited for fun, this. Fun. This is I searched fun, te- fun teacher trivia, oh, no. and I don't know these either. So I'm excited. <laughs> You might be shocked at the way the questions go. Okay, so number one, in a movie. In a movie. By the same title, what was the name of the school where Jack Black taught? His name was Dewey Finn in this movie, by the way. Where I'm going to let you answer. I think I know it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I know the name of the school. Mm-hmm. I know the movie. Wait, so they're the same? By the same name. School of Rock? That's it. School of Rock. Hey. I told you. I try to do things simple. I feel so good about that one. <laughs> I mean, you started out. Good. I know. Yeah. Right yeah. now, one for one. one you for one. are. 100% <laughs> so far. Was that based on a true story? I feel like that was based know. on like a true story, was it not? I'm not sure. I don't know uh, the answer to that either. question. We'll have to Google that. We'll follow that up on that. That needs to be Googled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's this one. What is the name of the fun-loving teacher who takes her class on a wacky field trip aboard a very unusual school bus? Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Oh my gosh. You're two for two. Was that girl. The magic I grew up on yes, magic the magic school bus. Yes, the magic school bus. Me too. See, it's y'all, y'all actually had childhood. Childhood. <laughs> it's true. I didn't. I grew up I like on the streets. I didn't have no childhood. <laughs> He's like, Frizzle, what? Frizzle, no. <laughs> like, no. Uh, uh, only Frizzle I know is like the Memphis for shizzle Frizzle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, is a, this is a true story. <laughs> I don't know That's Frizzle. funny. Okay, so this is. All right, well, let me answer the question or ask the question. What what is the lead in a pencil made of? Graphite? Can, oh, sorry. No, I was no. just like... I mean, I can give you multiple choice if yeah. you want. 
let's do multiple choice. I, I revoke my answer. Graphite <laughs> like, was okay. was a good answer. Like immediately, like wow, it was. she that is what a I've teacher. Heard. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was intense. Okay, so A lead, B coal, C carbon, D silver. Oh, so I'm not right. Um, can you read them again? Because I was waiting for you to said, I'll wait. A, lead, B, coal, C, carbon, D, silver. I know it's not lead because I want to say that's poisonous now. Or it's always been, but um, <laughs> carbon? Hold on. I always thought, and you can reveal this. So okay, she her gave her carbon. Okay. Your, that's your final answer? What was B? B is coal. See, I'm that, gonna go carbon. I'm thinking coal. I always thought it was like charcoal, and okay. I was gonna say charcoal before you even gave the mm-hmm. multiple choice. Right. So coal is the closest thing to charcoal. Charcoal. So, yeah. yeah. I can see how you, where you would get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the answer is C carbon. Wow. Oh right. my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought I got mm-hmm. outbeat by teacher? <laughs> so interesting. No, you can't get lead poisoning from a pencil. Because it's not made of lead. You know how we always used to say? Oh. I remember teachers saying, you, you get lead poison, you put it in your mouth, mm-hmm. you suck on your pencil. People do that? They suck on their pencils? I, I don't know. Maybe I mean, some kids. kids eat glue. That's true. I'm just one of those you kids. Know. You know. And Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. Am I admitting Play-Doh. this for real? I mean, my gosh. What's he going still on? likes the way Play-Doh smells. Well, it's... Oh, see, I can't stand the Play-Doh smell. Oh, my gosh. It's salty. It's just salt. It's really? Fun yeah. fact, though, <laughs> while we're talking about pencils, my very first, I'll call it a tattoo, I got in elementary school was off a pencil. I was, like, leaning. I had my leg up, and I had my pencil, and it slipped, and it jammed. It, mm-hmm. like, I mm-hmm. rammed it into my leg, and I got it's a little there. dot on I my leg. I have one on my hand. I got stabbed in the hand by a pencil, and it happened. Look at us bonding. Our first tattoos ever. I mean, I call it a tattoo, but honestly, (laughs) it's still it's tattoo, not ink under the skin. You know, it lasts forever. Yes. Wow. So I was gonna be there. Yeah. We all have non-lead, non-carbon tattoos. Unbelievable. Wow. That's very interesting. Okay, this one. The phrase, "Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally." Is often used to help students remember what? Order of operations. Dang. I didn't even have to give her the dagum. I knew well, it was that, math I thought related. you were going to ask me what they stand for. Well, that was, that that's, that's me. Okay. Please. Okay. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Nope, you nope, go, you nope. go for so it. I want to hear you. No. You go. So first. So please. I, that one's going to be parentheses. Parentheses. Mm-hmm. Excuse Exponents. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, my. I knew parentheses, and yep. that's it. Yeah. I didn't realize I knew it. <laughs> <Going> through it. <laughs> I'm back in eighth grade. and coming back. Um, this is my multiplication. Mm-hmm. Dear. Division. Yeah. Aunt. Add. Addition. Or yeah, addition. Mm-hmm. Sally. Subtraction. Okay. So, wow. wow. Interesting. You can be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you pass. I mean, uh, you just took the Praxis live on the Chuto right. podcast. We proved it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Last one. I think this is our last, last one. one. How one much did it cost to buy the first box of Crayola crayons when they were first sold in 1903? Wow. Ooh. 1903. Do y'all want to guess or do y'all want the answers? They're the, you know, you should guess we first. guess. Yeah, I think we should guess first. I guess. 1903. Gosh, I'm going to say. 
two cents a cent okay i'm stuck between going one cent or five cents i don't know why okay which one you want to do um, She's about to get you pick over I here. Know. Like, it's like pick. savage. You gotta pick. I'm gonna go five cents. And you're correct. Dang, a five <gasps> cents? That seems you're expensive correct. to me it's for nineteen oh three. Like one cent. I was like, I yeah, every like a coke was what. <laughs> <laughs> well look. All I have to base it off of, you know, my folks used to say, well, in the 50s, I could go to the movies <laughs> with a nickel for 50 cents, and were, I'd see a movie yeah. and popcorn and a drink. So yeah. I'm thinking no, 1903. Like 1903, wow. So obviously, it was probably a little bit of a, like, only the kids. Elite. Yeah. Well, the kids whose parents had a little bit of money. Yeah. Able to get I bet it wasn't even the 24 count either. No, probably, probably like, like five crayons. Five yeah. yeah. Mm. We need to Google that too. Interesting. <laughs> 1903. We'll a pack come back crayons, to that in that other question that I forgot what we were supposed to Google. But. Oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. That's all the trivia I got. Well, cool. That's interesting stuff. And, you know, it's always fun uh, to do trivia, but. What's cool is sticking with the teacher theme. You learn in the process. Exactly. So, you know, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking one cent, but yeah, I guess it makes sense that it would be five cents. That's going to haunt me the rest of the day. I'm going to be going, how could a pack of crayons <laughs> cost five cents back in 1903? Oh, they but, were special. They were had to have been. It was extra. Well, thank you for the icebreaker and for teaching us. And I think it's a good segue into kind of just uh, teaching. Marissa, you're in your second year of teaching. But yes. I, I would I would say that it's probably more than that because we have a history and we have done a lot of youth ministry and stuff together. And, and to be honest, I, I feel like a lot of that is teaching. In other words, you're applying teaching principles to to the things, uh, even though it's ministry related, but oh, there's yeah. still an aspect of it. What, uh, you know, how has it been your first year? Tell me a little bit about that. And, you know, what was your biggest highlight? Um, initially, it was definitely, in short, terrifying going into it. <laughs> yeah, see um, that. Just kind of the unknown of it and not mm-hmm. knowing what really to expect. And the school I went to is a little different. Yeah. Than what you see on like the little teacher videos or whatever that are big, and so it was definitely a different right. setting. But it's been great. Um, I think one of the highlights is just kind of getting out of the normal setting that I'm used to, which yeah. has been church right. and working at the church, and just kind of getting into a different setting, but still with people that all are kind of on the same terms that I am as far as we see the same end goal. Exactly. Right. right. Awesome. And no, so. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I think that's a, I mean, very important work, you know, because teachers, man, I remember my third grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Like teachers yeah. have impacts that will last with some of these kids for a lifetime, you know, so. We don't take it lightly, and I, I thought that that's why it's important to kind of have these conversations about uh, not only teaching, but the influence and the part we play in these kids' lives. And I'll say this, too. Man, I feel like teaching has gotten so hard. Man, oh, some yeah. of these students, like yeah. the, the lack of respect, and maybe maybe it's not as 
prevalent in a private school, but still, uh, you know, it's crazy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's a different generation. I, I mean, I say my kids, you know, we've got the four girls, teenagers, and then we've got the little ones. And I actually did some subbing uh, in some public schools. These kids are... Um, some of them are, are a little, not scary, but <laughs> they're yeah, not. That. They're scary. Yeah, scary. they're no. not afraid to tell an adult no or um, continue to do the thing that the adult tells them not to do. Mm-hmm. And I come from the old school where you gonna get your butt tore up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's I feel like there has to be a little different approach these days. Oh yeah, because I don't know. Some kids are raised different. Yeah. I definitely think there has to be a different approach. Just like all of it's different from what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, There's different tools that they have that Mm -hmm. like we, or I still kind of had, I guess. Not, (laughs) but like now if you can't give a kid an answer or if they don't feel comfortable asking you a question, they can go to a search bar and they can get any answer that, whoever decides to put out there right on top of whatever like whatever happens at home you're going to see it overflow into the classroom and Mm -hmm. into the environments that it's going to affect right and so man it's crazy you say that because we we deal with that even with our own kids you know it's almost as if kids feel like, well, I don't have to go to school because they can you they can Google it or oh, you YouTube can learn it. Anything. I mean, my gosh, anything on YouTube. And it, you know, I'm dealing with it. Too I don't wanna, much. I don't want to call out a particular teenager of mine by name <laughs> that's in college. Never. But, <laughs> but Which one? My is that? gosh, we deal with that same thing. It's like, why do I have to? I, I I'm not learning. I could just YouTube it or Google it. Why do so, I have to go to school? Yeah. Why, what's good about school? Why do I have to go to college? Why? It's a totally different <laughs> mindset. You know, uh, gosh, it's a totally different mindset just because there are so many resources available they for know these a lot. kids. They know a lot of information. Yeah. They know facts. They know what's going on. And so to them, it's like, that's the world. I've got it. Like, like, what is someone else? What's this teacher going to come in mm-hmm. and teach me? Mm-hmm. I got it right here at my fingertips. It's all, everything is just the click of a button away. Yeah. So. And whether the response they're getting is going to be a worldly response or whether it's going to be yeah. a biblical response, like they're right. going to get one and it's whether mm-hmm. who's there backing it. Yeah. Who's right. going to be the example that's going to stand in and say, well, that may not actually be what. Exactly. It's correct. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. And I think, man, I think that's more and more needed uh, because you're exactly right. Kids are going to get educated from something oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the fact that, that we have to speak into the, the kid's life, not only from a reading, writing, math standpoint, but also a living, you know, a building a foundation in these mm-hmm. kids. And I think that's something you probably get a chance to do more than, because you are at a Christian school. Right. You probably have an opportunity to to help foundationally more than some teachers who are in, in the public sector. But, you know, it's so needed, so needed in the lives of these young people. It's just unreal. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, and that's something, I read something, and it was about, like, as being a leader in the next generation's Mm -hmm. lives, like we have to be willing to sit down at a table and meet Mm -hmm. them at a table and figure out like what it is that they're facing, what it is that they need to have tools to learn. Right. Right. And just being able to change, not what we teach, but how we teach it to fit their standards and to fit their needs specifically. 
Yeah. Man, that's huge. That's huge. It is. It you is. know, uh, we were going to talk, you know, what would you say to a parent or what's one tip you might be able to give a parent of just preparing them to come into the classroom? You know what I mean? Because I, I know it's hard. Sometimes parents can be disconnected because they'll just shuttle their kids off to school and, you know, mm-hmm. don't deal with it till they, till they get home and just make sure they're doing their homework and sometimes are a little bit disconnected. But what's a tip for success that maybe some parents or even kids, uh, school kids could do? Well, side note, I'm not a parent, so this is all in life. <laughs> that doesn't this mean you can't give advice. Perspective. <laughs> teacher perspective. But um, <laughs> I guess one of the hardest things I feel like it is for a parent to kind of get or kind of understand sometimes is your kid may not act the same way Man. in front of you. Girl, you that are they do saying something When you're now. kind of away. Yes. Wow. And so... Mm-hmm. When your kid is around like their friends and they're kind of wanting to be the cool person mm-hmm. or impress or anything like that, right? There might be a little bit of twist on the personality, yes, yes, that you don't normally see, and so yeah, kind of be open to mm-hmm. just right. a little. Hey, this happened today. Not my baby. Yes. My baby wouldn't do that. <laughs> I know my baby. Her. Yeah, it was so your baby. Not, yeah, sometimes they will. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's funny, and yeah. it's not funny, but it just talking but about it. It's true. It, it's it's really so yeah. true. Yeah. Expound all that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, to to piggyback off that, you know. Ask, talk to your kids after school. How was your day? These prompt these questions because a lot of it, while it's fresh, will come out mm-hmm. right after. You know, when you pick them up, hey, how was your day? What'd you eat? Uh, what'd you learn? What'd you do? And half the time, I'll say nothing. I don't know. Yeah, because that's what mine would say. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, but just uh, being willing to give that time and attention mm-hmm. to those kids at that time when it's fresh and they're and I don't know I feel like my kids would never let me know but maybe they'd appreciate it and feel like oh mom does care you know I don't know yeah. if mom do. <laughs> like, oh yeah they're different they're different animals no oh, I, I like that though because yeah. it, it it is it's an awareness thing it's an awareness thing and and you have to be involved you do you have yeah. to be involved you know and I think too you have to you can't expect the teacher to do it all like you no. you know it's it's the same principle that we say in ministry yeah, you know church you can't bring your kids to church once a week and then expect them to get everything they need the same is true with school church. you know you can't just exactly. drop your kid off to school and expect that they're going to get anything you 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 have to come and help support the teachers you have oh, yeah. to help. it's a partnership yes. yeah exactly it's a partnership and that's something uh one of the curriculums we use at church like that's their big thing is um two influences have a great impact on a kid but two influences influences that are working together man and like working together with the same goal or like the same yeah. Yeah. outlook whatever you want to call it yeah and have such a greater impact well, that's awesome, Definitely. and that is so true. It's kind of like that unified vision, uh, and mm-hmm. and and we are, you know, we're supposed to support what the teachers are doing. We're supposed to come alongside, and and you know, give more in depth explanation, or even just from an encouragement standpoint. So I think that's huge. Two influences are powerful, but two influences, 
unified in vision. Mm-hmm. Wow. I really like how you said that. That was powerful. Thanks. That's thanks. Awesome. Have a Yeah. And I feel like also just with me, us knowing your background in history, I feel like this is ministry for you. Not only is it teaching, you know, the, the world, the things, the knowledge that they need to know, but it's also ministry because, you know, you may be teaching them facts and stuff, but you're also being yourself yeah. in front of these kids. And I think that's important because a lot of times, like we said, these kids, the parents, especially in public school, we never know what's going on at oh, home. Man, there may not be anybody at home. Yeah. They may get home from school and they don't see an adult again until who knows what time. Maybe not ever. They may not get another meal. So I feel yes. like it's so important, the teacher position, because it's not only the schooling and the education, but it's also the learning to live like how you live life how you respond to um you know trouble or when there are conflicts you know something happens people are arguing how do you respond how do you make people feel how you're making these children these students feel um i think all of that of course for us circles back around to our faith and how we live our lives so teachers are big examples whether they want to be or not they're watched yeah and like you're kind of that one place where the kid's gonna show up and you kind of have to be a stable environment because like you said you don't know what the kid has going on at home and even like in private school yeah it's private school so you're paying for what you get but a lot of those kids like there's scholarships and on top of scholarships then there's grandparents who are deciding to pay for it it's not always just that parent or there's moms and dads who are working hard to pay for it and i think sometimes there's the (laughs) stigma of oh it's private school they're fine because they could pay for it yeah Yeah. like they have it together and that's not always the picture and Mm This past year, especially, it's one of those where you've just realized that, like, home lives are different. And it's not, like, you don't know what a kid goes home to all the time. And you don't know that until you build that relation with that kid. And so that's one of the big things is also, like, giving the stable environment, but also giving a relationship where that kid trusts you in the sense of if something's wrong, they can come to you or... uh, they can talk to you and just having a safe space for them. Man, that's huge, Marissa. Uh, Because you said, I think people do have a misconception sometimes about private school. It's got a little bit of prestige behind it, you know. Um, For sure. But you even, even, and I'm thinking about the Christian aspect of it, too. You can't assume just because they're in a Christian school that these people have a living, thriving relationship with Christ either. You know, I mean, it it is crazy. And, you know... Uh, I'm thinking about home lives, and and you guys both said some amazing things because we don't know what they're going home to. There might be some parents that are working nights; they might not see their parent. They might get no interaction, yeah. you know. And you can't assume that doesn't happen in private schools as well, which makes this whole conversation, this whole thing about teachers, uh, even even more important in my view. Um, mm-hmm. So we talked about a highlight. What? What has been one of your biggest challenges uh, just with teaching or maybe engaging students or feeling like, you know, I can't do this? No, you know. <laughs> um, it's definitely been a year of learning, a year of adjustment, just schedule wise and everything. Yeah. Um, 
but more so learning that I can't do it all. Mm, man, that's, that's a hard one. Both of you know that I'm terrible at saying the word no. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're here right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you didn't tell us for I love how thing. you included in your texture, like, uh, you can tell me no. <laughs> and well, like, and, and even when I followed up with you, I was like, I know you were hoping I forgot. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> because I get it. I understand. So and busy. It is a sacrifice, you know, doing doing stuff like this. But yeah, I'll let you finish. Like, <laughs> that's my biggest thing is I'm I struggle with people pleasing. Yeah. And so yeah. just wow. realizing that like I have to not because it's one of those where of course, there's people that want to do it because, like, they're my people. I want to yeah. help them. I want to be there, whatever. But then there's sometimes where it's like, okay, this is not me doing this genuinely. This is me doing it right. for not good reason or not the right reason. Right. Yeah. And so realizing that I'm not going to please everybody. Yeah. And can't do it all. Yeah. And that's Gosh. okay. You know, I know our minds can beat us up, but I, I think you had a good thought expounding on that, too. No, I was just going to say I struggle with that, too, mm. big time. We're one of the same sister, so I get that. But now that I've gotten older and yeah. a little slower <laughs> and um, more tired, it's a little bit easier for me to say no because mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been through that process and I've been the one to try and do it all. And even here lately... You know, because we got all stuff going on and getting ready. Y'all and then these always kids have and school. And We're involved saying. in like so many pockets of yes, stuff. Yes, like are. The, Different little communities of things. You know, the church, yeah. obviously, but yeah, I'll eat And then I'm like, I just say to man, I can't do it all. I can't. Like, I get overwhelmed. Like, I get in that moment where I'm like, okay, I'm stuck. I just got to sit here for a second. I can't do it all. <laughs> like, I see to breathe. <laughs> yes. And it gets, and you have to, you have to cipher through. All the different things. Okay, this is important. I have to do this. So that one has to stay there. Prioritizing. This one I don't have to do. If I have some time left over, maybe. But I have to, like, visualize all the little things. Because if not, it's it's too much. Oh, yeah. I overthink everything. And that's my thing is if I get in that, like, overthinking thing, I'll sit here and I'll overthink it. And rather than, like, doing (laughs) Doing, anything about it or accomplishing anything, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Yeah. Well, and I I just, I want to encourage you because uh, there's something empowering about saying no. And it's not that you say no just to say no, but literally it's, if it's something you can't do, uh, it's, it's, it's empowering. And not only that, but I think people can appreciate if you're just honest with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, It. I, I, I've been in that same. No, because we want to do it all. I've been a yes like man. <laughs> you know, I've been a yes man. I'll tell people what they want to hear. It's mm-hmm. hard. Like if somebody mm-hmm. comes to you and they want an honest critique, and even in oh, your mind, gosh. you're like, oh, yeah, that was excellent. And you're thinking, oh, God. That sucks. And how, no. how, uh, but I'm learning that that it doesn't really benefit anyone by not telling the truth and by not mm-hmm. being that uh, open and honest. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard. So I would encourage you that not just to say no, just to say it, but <laughs> right. literally yeah. in those. Because that's how I felt at times before. <laughs> you know, this is 20 years of marriage going on right here. And so, especially when it comes to, you know. What'd you walk into? My walk family. Yeah. Or, no. Take it down. It's <laughs> like, you can tell them no. You can say no. I'm like, okay, I'm not just going to say no to she say no. She can't say no to her family. <laughs> like, I have to have, like, what are the reasons? I have to have, you know, the specific. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. 
Well, like, legit. I'll make a pro and con list, and then like I'm like, well, now I gotta <laughs> even them out because I feel bad. Right. right. So. Well, uh, gosh, that's awesome. But, you know, I do see you as a very organized person. What yes. What do you do to stay organized? And I think this is important for this conversation. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a teacher listening in. Or what are some of the things you do to stay organized and to, to juggle everything? Well, you know, sometimes my organization is still not that organized to me. <laughs> it's cluttered. Think, but yeah. someone else looking in would be like, wow. That's good. <laughs> I hope so. But yes, yes. I appreciate that. But, um <laughs> I have to write it down. Like I have yeah. to have a to-do list. Awesome. Because yeah. if I don't, then it just it's a whole situation it's and it's, it's gone and mm. we'll never see it again. We'll never hear mm-hmm. about it again. We'll never know about it. <laughs> and let me. Her list are not like my list. Her <laughs> list, dude. You. It's the <laughs> Da Vinci Code. So. I get so Hers frustrated like with nice how she does me. stuff. And but I'll say something too. <laughs> One time, Heather sent a list to someone else. Like and the see, lead team. She I thinks it's just me team. when I say things. <laughs> so if, if I say it, she doesn't even. But one one of the, somebody on our lead team, she sent a list and yeah. had the same issue. And I said, see. <laughs> it was Haley. She was like. Let's just re let's just reformat it. Maybe yeah, if we said, reformat you it, thought it was just me. Because Heather is the kind that she just wants to get it out of her head and on paper. It doesn't I work like to. that for me. I have to. It, it has to and be I, organized. Normally, on paper. I would have sent it more organized, but I didn't have time, so it's like I just need to get it out and get the information nope. out there. <laughs> she she is not she's organized so when it organized comes to organized list. Help. Well, and like that, I have to take the time to like sit down and do it, or because yeah. if I don't, then yeah. it's mm-hmm. pure chaos, and it's yeah. like a squirrel just bouncing from topic to topic and thing to thing. See, I don't, I don't do lists. I don't do calendars. Like if it's oh, important, see, I operate if it's calendar. important, it'll be here. Like I know I got yeah. something coming up August, so, because I'll write it down and then forget where I put it or forget to even look at it. Even calendars on my phone. I wish I, and I, I want to be them. that kind of person. He does not use them. I'll put it in there, but if it's an important date, it'll be in my mind till it's done. See, are you like the one alarm type of person? Like you have one alarm on your phone? Well, no, I do have multiple Oh, alarms. see, I have like <laughs> hundreds. I got like 605, 615. <laughs> like, is that? Okay. All right. That's how I am. That I do. Like six o'clock. Uh, I, hey, apparently, I, I at least one alarm, but then I hit snooze. Like at least once. Okay. I see at least you hit snooze. But not twice. After, yeah, because I won't set my alarm until, like, yeah, I know I got to get up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have the extra time to keep hitting snooze. I know that. Oh, yeah. See, I, like, will set it way early. <laughs> like, I'm actually going to get up at that time one day right, and then just work do. my way through. Oh, my gosh. That's mm-hmm. funny. That is so funny. Yeah. It's funny how different people stay organized or how, how the different minds kind of mm-hmm. operate or don't operate. <laughs> Try to operate. Yeah. Oh. And I want to be that to-do list person. Dude, I have bought planners. Like, there. you know how you start a new mm-hmm. year? You're he like, loves Man, planners. I'm going to get or And I but, love planners. I just don't. I'll forget to I'll, <laughs> use them. Like for a week, I'll be strong in yeah. it. And then I just start, because it's more work for me to write it down. I'm like, oh my God. I really don't know how I juggle I this stuff. I prefer writing I it. Don't. He'll, he'll type. Oh, my stuff. handwriting sucks. That's another reason I but like typing. But I feel like I have to write it first, and then I can go and type it. I don't know. But it is true. Writing. I have to have it like down. I have to be able to see it <laughs> and know it. And I'm like, okay. 
That's there it. it is. There it is. That's a yes. trip, man. That's funny. Because <laughs> if I don't, it's just so it's never going to happen. Yeah. List yeah. To do. If you're the type of person who can do it in your mind, by all means. But I'm if a, not, I'm but a, for the most, the vast majority, probably. We probably have to. And I'm not saying it's perfect either. I just <laughs> even like my weekly stuff at the church, I write it down yes. what I need to do so you I can check it off. I've done it for how long? That's yeah. awesome. But and it's I obviously working. <laughs> she does everything. That's not gets true. Gets it done. Everything. It's not true I don't understand how. Yes, yeah. I learned from the best. Mm. <laughs> you are not, busy. You didn't learn from me how no. to take your notes. <laughs> And make your to-do list. Yes, I did. That's what did Jeremy Minor. <laughs> so it chaotic. wasn't just me. You had other. Code. You had other people tell you too. What is this? Listen, that's in, when I'm in my brainstorming. When during meetings, that's brainstorming. That's not like refining. Well, Later when you give it to other refined. people, it needs to be refined because they go out the same problem I am. I haven't done that in a while. I'll refine. So. Uh, School starts, what, August for you? August 7th, 15th? They start back the, the 11th. 11th. I'm like 14th or 15th. Okay. What are you looking most forward to this year? What are you looking forward to? Well, you know, I teach K through 6th. Dang. Part-time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm taking on 5th and 6th grade this year, which Jeez. will be a new adventure. They're going to be know-it-alls. I'm excited. I yeah. had the fifth graders last year in fourth grade, so oh, good. So you, okay. I know them, yeah. and I know the sixth graders too. Yeah. I just didn't have them like in classroom. Yeah, gotcha. and so I'm nervous, nice. but I'm excited. Yeah, we'll I see. bet they're excited too. They're like, "Yay!" We yeah, there's a lot more this year. Wow. Good. I mean, that's, I that's a that. good problem to have oh, from for a school sure. perspective, sure. you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I was teaching, it probably want to be the younger kids i don't know even in youth ministry and i found this is so weird like I, the older i was getting i just felt like i was like i was less like i'm an old guy like are they relating to me it was so weird and starting out it was easier for me to like uh speak or preach whatever you want to call it to youth but now as i'm older i'm actually more comfortable <laughs> preaching like to like older people and it's funny so yeah some of these students they the older you get it's a little bit intimidating mm-hmm. you know there's definitely mm-hmm. times where i'm obviously a whole lot more comfortable in front of the younger ones yeah, yeah. but like i also truly enjoy when like i would help out with high school chapel yeah. once a week and like in that one we would break into groups and so like i yeah. had the senior high girls wow and it's just like the conversations when it's down to that small of a group. And in that setting, it was more of a discussion. Yeah. It wasn't, it was less of like yeah. a real chapel time right, and more of just right. a, all right, let's talk about life. Let's discuss exactly. life. And um, just being able to sit down and have those conversations with older kids and with yeah. everything they're facing That's on top right. of yeah. like everything. It was just you, good to yeah. be able to sit down and have those conversations with them. Yeah. Well, and you're probably more used to that, too, like being a leader in the youth. I mean, you know, I know those, the age group, 7th to 12th graders, I know they gravitate <laughs> to you. So, you know, carrying that over in the school setting. Oh, for sure. Probably a natural situation. So. What about natural? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a different set it's of definitely students, for sure. Different set, yeah. but... But I'm always shocked by how profound these teenagers are. 
You know what I mean? Like, just if you yeah. do, when you do sit down and talk to them, like, dang. Because I, I don't feel like I was at that level mm-hmm. when I was that age. And, it, you know, I listen to some of these kids. I'm like, geez. Like, they're, they're smart. They're talking like they're adults. They're smart. And I think that's the biggest thing is they want to be talked to yeah. as adults. That's and true. as yeah. uh, people who are not grown, but, you know, right. of maturity. And yeah. just, like, have those real conversations and they don't want things dumbed down to them that's right that's right i'm like that too with my own kids i just don't think it benefits you um you know it's a real world out there you know and you have to learn how to navigate it you have to learn how to survive it it's even beyond education it's just real life skills Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's super super important so god you you got a a a closing thought i'm gonna give you an opportunity but uh we're do i have a closing thought yeah, you have a closing thought. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me think about what it is. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. This is your second year. You're going to blow Thank it out of the water, yes. of course. Well, uh, it's going to be great. Like I said, I'm just, I know that the way these students look at you, that they're, you're a role model. You're a mentor. Sure. And you. I'm excited about what's going to come of this year. And I just feel like there's going to be some awesome connections. And they'll remember these years oh, forever. Man. 100%. They will. Because I remember, oh, gosh, second grade teacher, third grade, they're some of the best, you know. Still remember the words that they uh, to- told me, the, the wisdom or whatever. But, uh, just excited for you. I know it's going to be great. So. Thank you. Absolutely. Proud of you. Super proud. Uh, always proud of you. And if you had an encouraging word, whether that's to a student or to a parent, uh, what would that be this year? Oh, As put on your teacher hat. And what what would you do to uh, encourage uh, whoever in this upcoming school year? Probably just to stay hopeful. Mm. I think, I like that. you know... It's easy to get down in the dumps about the world and oh, everything man. going on. Yes. And I was watching one of the videos from a conference recently, just one of them that popped up on my Instagram. And it was one of their speakers. And he said he was like, you have to remain hopeful. Wow. Like Jesus put his hope in regular humans yes. to go and spread his gospel. Wow. And so like if he can put his hope in regular humans who at that time were considered the worst of the worst, yeah, some of them, yeah. uh, then we can stay hopeful for what we have and the people that we do life with. Man, that's powerful. So, and we've got good. some amazing people we do life yeah, we with. Do. And, man, yes. and that is super encourage, uh, encouraging Much needed. to me. And uh, I know whoever listens to this, that'll be encouraging to you. And, man, thank you so much, Marissa, Thanks for joining for us. Me. Excited about this conversation. It was fun. And it went a lot easier than I thought it would. <laughs> Everybody says that. Yes. They're like, they, like, they got this. Just it, the conversation, conversation just flows. Oh, it just flows. Flows. That's it. It's flows all it so is. so much easier than I thought it would. I was so terrified. <laughs> We're just talking. We're just yeah. talking. That's it. But, you know, every time I get discouraged and want to be like, why am I doing this? I'll have somebody that'd be like, man, I heard that episode. or mm-hmm. so, Yeah, it really uh, helped me. It really touched me. Yeah. yeah. So I know it's encouraging, and it'll encourage the person that it's meant to encourage. So I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you guys for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. And we'll see you next time on the Junto Podcast. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. 
you can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.